by the sirens. You already know it's an emergency broadcast for the Me and E show, bear centric. And we're going to get into it. Is the beat drops? Yeah. Bear centric show here on the Me and E show. We got Mark. I am Mark Jones. We got Chef Russell in the building. Desmond Jones in the building. We are getting into the reaction of today. Matt Nagy, Ryan Pace are finally out as uh, GM and head coach of the Chicago Bears. And we also have a very, 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 very poorly ran press conference to react to. Um, Again, the Me and E show, an emergency episode. Um, and we didn't bring the Packer with us. Uh, the E is out, but we do have potentially a special guest joining in here uh, momentarily. But uh, as we fade the music out, uh, welcome in tonight, uh, Desmond Jones and Chef Russell, the OG. Fellas, how are you guys feeling today as the as the... Breaking news happened about 8.40-ish, 8.30-ish of Nagy being out, and then 10 minutes later, Pace being out. How how'd you guys, how are you guys feeling? How's, how, how are you guys reacting to that um, as, you know, the news of the day came out? The Bears are once again looking for uh, help in this, in their – football operations department. Shab, I'm going to start with you. What the hell was that? <laughs> did I, what the hell did I wake up to this morning? So for those who don't know, it started off about eight, like I said, by 8.15, 8.20, news broke. Matt Nagy, out. We expect it, fully expect it. Um, oh, speaking of, well, and, and, and then uh, the next thing, came out was, you know, it was, I, we thought may, may, may not happen was uh Ryan pace. Um, and then we were off to the races by nine o'clock. It was a totally different day. Um, Desmond, how did you feel about that? I was like, I was fist pump one fist pump two. And then that press conference. Oof. Yeah, but, we, uh, but, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but when once the news broke, I started immediately, you know, hitting the streets, hitting the Twitter, seeing what's the rumors out there in the streets, you know, who else is getting fired as as well, you know, nagging pace yes. one ones that got that bit the bit the dust, but you know, the black fella in the NFL bit the dust, head head coach in the Miami Dolphins. So I'm just like, that's a rough Damn way to shame. go. Yeah. Damn shame. Uh, yeah, Black Friday got off to a, 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 a was a real really started Black Friday. Uh, no, Black Friday. Black, Black Monday. Monday. Black Monday. Black Monday. Um, really start Black Sunday because we you know Sunday you know good old friend of the Bears, uh, Vic Fangio got got the got the boot right off the bat, um, and then start trickling the news. No, it was uh, the GM. Um, uh, was no, it was Zimmer, Zimmer and. Um, the GM there, former uh, Bear uh, and building Rick Spielman, uh, he got he got the boot as well. Uh, he, the GM for the Giants um, stepping down, um, 
And then that was basically it. Um, so we're waiting for our guest. It looks like he's starting to get in here. So Pop, are you there? He's not there yet. Oh, he was he was there. So then um what else happened? And then, you know, Brian Ford, the Brian Flores one surprised, but it didn't at the same time. And I'll, I'll get to that here in a second because there was rumors speculating. Uh, rumors were speculating that he was getting, uh, there, there's going to be some uh, a surprise one. And I think Brian Flores was a surprise after what Miami was able to do in the second half of the season, uh, winning eight out of nine, being Belichick twice. Um, really become a a, 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 a a thorn in the AFC East, but there was some uh, some news that trickled out this morning. The reasons that Brian got bounced was because he had alienated the GM and uh, that some of the locker room. So when that happened, and um, you know that's that's when they decided to pull the plug on it. A lot of people started to think that. Um, that was a good, that was a landing spot for Jim Harbaugh. Like he had, but Jim Harbaugh is, uh, uh, not, uh, they said not supposedly not on his, uh, on the radar for, for the Dolphins. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going to be interesting, but, but getting that, to the back to the bears. Oh, go ahead. Chef. Wait, go ahead. that Brian Flores, it, I could see him elevated the, the GM. I think it was more when they were looking to trade for, uh, Deshaun Watson and, uh, it took him a day or two, but he finally came out and just said, two was my quarterback. I think I knew that right there, ruffled some feathers in the uh, high office of the Miami. Uh, but I'm, I'm a little shocked that, you know, I, I thought he was, the players were played for him. So to hear something from about the locker room, having some, some problems too, that, that kind of, that's a little shocker to me. It is. It is. I think he's still going to be ahead a hot. Uh, I still think he's going to get another run in this, in this, coaching because you know it was denver was gotcha. chicago denver jacksonville um uh minnesota um there are and they still have you don't know what the raiders are going to do um so uh there there's there I, I expect him to still be a hot uh candidate uh as far as pace and naggy uh i'll tell you fellas when did you think that um when did you think that the um, I know because there's a lot of rumors that, you know, Pace is going to get promoted up, which was crazy. I, I'll tell you what, I knew their goose was cooked when I found out that nobody, like none of the McCaskies were in the, the suites in, in Minnesota. And then there's the video of Matt, of, of <laughs> Brian and Matt leaving together. I was like, Huh? Walking out together, I was like, "Oh well, we might get what we want." Which, ultimately, for the for the Chicago fan, I think we got what we what we wanted. However, <laughs> however, the, however, we or or uh, how I was, I was like this. When, <laughs> when I got after that press conference, I, I kind of felt like so I was working, so I was trying to I was trying to plan my my uh, lunch around there uh, around the time of of the press conference. So I heard the press conference in Shep and Desmond. I don't know about y'all, but that press conference 
it's exactly shows exactly it was an embarrassment um it was this disheartening to say the least uh it voted no confidence i actually almost felt worse going in to that you know coming coming out of that press conference because at the end of the day i heard a lot of gobbledygook i heard a lot of mm-hmm. running a, a lot of saying one thing but then contradicting yourself two questions later and the report and shout out to all the reporters today they did an outstanding job of asking follow-up questions and kind of being stern and not not letting them just get over on these on these let me just say how i want to on these mother questions because those are some those 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 answers that he was given they're like now play you're not going to just just this is this is a gloss over this yeah we're not just gonna run run away from this like because it was terrible desmond how did you when you heard the press conference because i know you heard the entire thing what was your biggest thing on on the press conference man it's so much um knowing who's still ultimately in in charge i mean you know you you look at you look at who you know been running the show, you know, we've been pointing fingers at Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, but I think you need to point another strong thumb fingers on all your toes at Georgia Caskey because what 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 that was was piss poor. I'm like, how you been in the business for for the amount of time you've been there, still relying on an 80 year old man that comes from another organization that's been that's been out of football for the past 10 years. Granted, I know the 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 stuff that he comes with, the, all his credentials and whatnot. But come oh, on, man. You, yeah, you, you are founding franchise and you relying on a book that this man wrote for the public. Um, That's one. Number two, coming to Olin Cruz. And then in the way that Olin Cruz came back and responded, he was world class profession. But, you know, you just still have some words for him, which of course I would have. But the way that, you know, he came at, um, you know, Jumped off. I'm sure you're gonna use it. Um, Jeff Dickerson's son. I mean, that wasn't cool. The uh, the way he was answering questions. They knew more about you know uh, knew more about uh, what's happening in Arlington Heights than they actually know about their football team. And the fact that he got a you know their big big change is the fact that the GM is you know the GM will now report to McCaskey like. And he got to go learn how to do the job. Like you, been, like again, you've been in the organization for thirty some years, and you still relying on Ted, the man that's had seven winning seasons in the football in the past thirty nine years, or however how long they, you know, this guy's been around. You know, they know the guy knows the bottom line. He doesn't know football, and neither does George. And he he contradicted himself with that one right there. Yeah, he said because he was like, uh, "I'm going to." Uh, Get a GM who's going to report directly to me, and Ted Phillips is going to go off to to do. But then right before that, he was saying how he listens to everything Ted says. Like yep. I like, I trust Ted's decision. I took that unless Ted told him I'll step aside. And if you had to tell him that I'm gonna step aside, like, bro, like you are incapable of of being on like this this head position of this franchise. You know, if like like you just said, Desmond, he's got to go get an eighty-year-old to tell him how to run his to, to to tell him what to do. You know, at that point, you ought to realize, you know what? 
I need to step away. You know, I kind of took it as maybe, maybe the idea is to get a GM football that would be head of football operations, but just be under the GM label if he's going to report directly to to him. But bro, like you, like what you just did today was more naggyisms, you know. I almost rather hear hear from Ryan Pace before I hear from McCaskey again. Yeah. Wow! Out of out of out of all four something. I would I would I would rather hear Nagy speak. I'm not Nagy. I'm sorry. I would rather hear Pace speak before I want to hear Nagy or McCaskey. And, and we know Phillips. And that's saying a lot because we all know Pace is a is a is a, is a, is a snake oil salesman. You know what I mean? Like we already know. Like it's like. It's like, do we get worse by firing pace? Like that's what that is. It's possible. It's possible. (laughs) You you, you, you don't know until five years from now. Here, here's here's here pace. Two, we'll find it. George McCaskey is using was using Ryan Pace. So let's let's bring back a little. Let's get a little nerd for a second. You remember when in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, when John Walker went and made his own bootleg shield. Mm-hmm. That so is is Ryan Pace the bootleg shield? <laughs> I, I think so. Because look, so here, here here here's one thing. Check this out. Check this out. Here's one thing that that I know from just people that I've talked to and people that I've known. You know, people got a lot of respect for Ryan Pace. Now, yeah. granted, people didn't. You know, he didn't really do the job that you know. He thought he was going to do there, so he did some good things and bad things. And you know, there's you know, it's both sides. Wait, it wasn't his fault. And so that's Pierre's yeah. question is: I, I feel as though he's going to land on his feet quicker than than Nagy. And on top of that, you know, I just I, I wonder how much did the McCaskies or maybe Ted play a part of any rise. Ryan's job, like I said, it, Ryan is actually actually a really well respected guy from all sources. So I wonder how much of a blame can you really place on Ryan? He deserves blame. Don't get me wrong, but like I said, it, it's like it's like you know you've been um, working at a job for you know X amount of years, right? And you develop some type of condition, like whether it's your arm. Or you know, you know, some authorized and stuff, and you blame you gonna blame the actual thing that you do every day, or actually blame the job, you know. And what I'm trying to get that is, well, you know, what's the real source behind all the failures? And I think it goes back up to Ted and, and McCaskey. Like, I have to use the guys just look past Brian. Like, I mean, look look past Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because again, the the thing about it is, and 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 that's funny because that was addressed in the press conference. The whole thing about, you know, Matt, you know, Matt and Ryan are judged by their record and everything. Someone asked directly toward George, okay, what's where's your accountability at? Because you've been here for eleven plus years. My mommy. Get, right. And first, and first of all, we we found out that. For the only person that probably has some sense out there is a person who's a hundred year old woman. But let, let, I mean, just let me just go ahead and say, get that out the way. Who she's very, very unhappy was what we got. And his mom, his mommy is pissed off, rightfully so, right? 
but for the fact of the matter that the board, that he answers to the board, which happens to be his family, and they're okay with him still being over after 11 years, no playoff wins, what, two winning seasons? Two? So one every, so which is, is about is, so basically once almost every, a decade, the Bears will be, somewhat competitive or be considered or be considerably competitive. There's no sustained success. Where does the buck stop with he hit with him? Where does the change come from? Like if it's me and I want my, and I'm running this franchise, I would bring in people that know what they're doing and get the hell out the way. If I don't know what I, if you don't know what you don't know, then you need to hire people to teach you. Quit using Brian like you and 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 let me get to the Bill Polian thing before I bring in our guest uh, who uh, our guest who's waiting on the line here. Can, Bill Polian, I would have been happy with if I would be happy if you're bringing Bill Polian to run the Bears organization or even you know he's in this he's a new Ernie uh, Accorsi right because he's the new consultant. I would have been happy if this was 2010 if this was 2013. This dude's been out the I've been out the league for a decade. And the last thing that he was on record going about about his last claim to fame is the fact that Lamar Jackson, who ended up being an MVP, should have been a wide receiver. Again, that trope. So that's the that's the guy you want bring that's gonna give you direction on how to hire people. That's the guy. But here's the thing. I don't know how they just skipped over Tony Dungy, bro. Like, they were, it was like they, they were consulting no. with Tony Dungy. All of a sudden, they just went Bill Polian. No, 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 no. So, they, so they, brought, they brought up Tony Dungy, but they they was like, he wouldn't we, say we refute. Yeah, we, we don't want to disclose you know, any personal conversations. So he said he stated that a couple of different times when he asked, like, direct questions about other people that they consulted with because they didn't want to reveal that particular type of information, which... I get it, but the sort of sort of name that you want to sell the audience on is Bill Bolian. And again, the guy that you know referenced again, hold up. We talked about a black quarterback that should be a wide receiver and end up being an MVP. So it makes me think, what do you really think about Justin Fields at this point in time? Right. Which not not to mention they 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 tried to that's another that's a great point, Desmond, that I had to bring up that you that you did. Another thing that they tried to get on him is, is this the new person tied to Justin Fields? If someone comes in with a different perspective about Justin Fields, will that stop them from going in a different direction? And he couldn't answer it whatsoever. He was like, well, I don't like getting to hypotheticals. And then he turned around and asked him the direct question. Right. Is, and he still deflected it. So, I, I'm. I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, don't forget, Bill Polian. I know they mentioned it earlier on, on uh, one of the podcasts was mentioned earlier, but he also made a comment about uh, Deshaun Watson and uh, that draft class, the quarterback draft class of that year. Yes, that, that the, they're all high school quarterbacks. Do, do you know who? Do you know who his guy was? Do you know mm, who his guy I was? I, I remember the name, but I can't. Do you, do you know who he said the best quarterback in that class was Chad? Kelly, the guy who uh, from got, Mississippi, yes, who got kicked out of like two colleges, 
that guy was the best quarterback prospect out of that class. So we Come went, guys. We went We're from Ryan Pace, who thought Mitch Trubisky was the best, to a guy who's going to be the help man up your franchise and get it in order, who thought Chad bleeping mother Kelly was your best quarterback? Give me a break. Like, give me a break. Is he even on a roster? I don't, I don't think I'm no. I don't, I don't think so. He had got kicked out for he got arrested in, in, in some DUI stuff, and that was the last thing you heard of him. Uh, here, here's here's what you need to know about Chad Kelly, Shep. Chad Kelly, I'm gonna use a madness as our barometer, right? Low bar, but hey, it's better than the bar that the Bears are using with. Chad Kelly is a free agent quarterback. He's like a 55 rated on Madden, somewhere in that. That's how that's what that's what people think of Chad Kelly. You might want to say 49. Here's here's the other thing. <laughs> here's the other thing. They know good and well. They already know who they want to bring in. Oh, absolutely. Now I will. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that. But before I do, before I touch on that, because I think they tip some hands in that press conference. Uh, let's let I, I need to pay off this tease. So we got ladies and gentlemen on the on the me and E show. We had to bring in a four since E you know is a Packer hater and we want him taining this conversation. Shout out to E. We have. We have on the line, we can come off mute. We got, again, our guy. Well, not just our guy, but our pops. Pop is in the building. Yeah, I'm here, man. What's going on? Pops, we need to. I know what up, Pops? What up, Pops? What's up? What's up? <laughs> we well, thank you for joining us tonight on a special uh, broadcast of the Me and E show, uh, Bear Centric, uh, as the Bears have uh, fired not only Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, but Pops. We wanted to get your perspective because you've been you've been a Bear fan for a very long time, um, and we wanted to get you some of your insight and your some of your thoughts because you have great ideas. First of all, Pop, how? Are we off on the, our reaction at all? Are we missing something? Or how did you feel once you heard not only the news that Pace and Nagy were both out, which we all believe is the correct move, but then the press conference happened. And I think that all that goodwill, all that good energy that the city and, and, and Bear fans you, across the, the globe were feeling was then talked turned into, well, here we go again, because we'll be doing the same. We, set our, we can set our watch to it. We'll be probably doing the same thing here in the next four or five years. So are well, we missing anything, or, or, how, or how do you feel about it? I think what we witness is a true form of insanity. You know, uh, that old saying that you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. And the Bears is the true form of insanity. And, you know, I was like everybody else when I heard the news that, you know, hate to see anybody get fired. I'll throw that out. But, hate to, you know, I, when I heard that they were relieved, uh, Nagy and Pace, you know, I had a great deal of optimism, you know, that and the fact that uh, they announced that, uh, you know, George was going to be out by himself. He wasn't going to rely on, on uh, you know, Ted and all that, you know, so it just indicated that a change was about to come, you know, if I can use that, that, you know, uh, refer back to that song, a change is going to come, you know, but then, you know, the, uh, 
the conference, you know, the uh, call took place. And that took me back to, it reminded me of a cow. You know, a cow would give you a good buck of milk and turn around and kick it over. And that's what the Bears did this morning. They gave you this good vibe this morning about the firing and all. And then George walks out there with this, you know, his, his, his conference. And that was a clown show waiting to happen. I mean, this guy just was ridiculous. You know, the things he said, uh, bringing Ted back on there. I mean, it was the same old rewind, you know. So, you know, who's to say that in four or five years, we're not right back here singing the same old song? It's ridiculous. Like I say, it's insanity. You keep doing the same thing and expecting this different results. You know, I've heard you say, talk about, you know, bringing in someone who knows football. How are you going to hire a general, um, general manager and you don't even know what question to ask this guy? You know, what you're going to, anybody can ask what you're going to do with, uh, with the field. How are you going to improve the offensive line? Do you know what this guy is saying? Really, is something that he can do? I mean, he admitted that he got the, you know, got to uh, bone up on his knowledge. Well, to me, that's saying that I can go bone up on my knowledge and go and walk in and interview for a GM. You know what I'm saying? So it's ridiculous that this guy is going to be the person that hiring a football coach or the GM. You know, it makes no sense at all. So, you know, like I say, it's insanity. Uh, you know, it makes no sense. And all the good feeling that I had this morning when I got the news about Nagy being fired and Pace, it turned, it really went south as soon as George got up there and began to speak, you know, and talking about Poland. And I mean, why don't you go out and find you a real good person who knows football and bring him into the building and let him hire the next GM? Because you had just admitted you don't know, you, you don't know, you don't have the knowledge. And so you and, and Ted are the, people, are the people that's going to be hiring. You're the after, same people. After, same telling people. Us, after telling us Ted is not going to be, he's going exactly. to be moved aside. Right. You're the same people that hired Nagy. Nagy. So you're going to hire the next GM. And I mean, it makes, it's just insane. I feel Emory. So, I mean, <laughs> until, they, until they bring somebody in that knows what, to do from a football operational, you're gonna keep getting this. And it's just ridiculous. You know, uh, I understand people have egos and stuff and they want, they wanna, they don't wanna admit that they don't know a certain thing. You know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but if I don't know something, I have no, you know, I have no problem going to somebody and finding out. They don't wanna admit that they don't know, you know, even though. George said it today that, you know, he's got bone up, so to speak, on his knowledge. You know, if the GM comes at him with a question or something, he's going to have to uh, make sure he, you know, bone up on his knowledge of football. Hey, you might be a good businessman or you might be able to whatever, but if you don't know, you don't know. Bring somebody in who does. Because, you know, if you get this wrong again, you just send back your football operation for another four or five years. 
So I, I honestly, I honestly don't. This this is his last go around. If this does not work out, if their GM does not, and there's, well, we can get into the candidates here in a bit, and and verse for GM and, and coach, but this has to be his last go at it. Because didn't Mike did did Michael McCaskey have like a 15 year run and, and he kept getting yeah. it wrong and yeah. they they moved him aside and brought someone else in. So there's got to be someone. How, do, how does the charter franchise of the NFL do not have people in place to make good football decisions? Des, Des jump in here. What, what, what do you have? Like, what do you want to say? They don't, they don't have anybody because they refuse they to don't. talk to anybody that, that has left the organization. Yes. That, that's a great point. That, is that basically the whole Omen Crutes thing? Yeah. Like, I mean, they don't talk to anybody. They have had so many executives that have came, went on to do great things, but they never care about their opinions while there's any business. So I see why they left. They love the organization. They love the history, but I, I, they Jeff don't. Ballard in, Indi- in Indianapolis being key one of them. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's not even just him. There's so many other people that have gone and done great things you know i mean sooner or later you just have to tell yourself i don't know what i'm doing you have to admit to yourself i don't know what we're doing here let's bring somebody else in i mean is that so hard to admit you know ego is a mother is a is a mug dad it's yeah it's a mug it's a mug man i got i got it's it's crazy go ahead chef what's jump in on that so (laughs) i just so he said that I, I do want to give him props. I do want to give the Chicago Bears props on their initiative on uh, on, on been their involvement in the urban community, uh, trying to do things to be inclusive to uh, people of color and everything like that. You know, so when he went through and he the people that are going to be involved in the hiring process, sorry, I can't remember everybody's names, but I just know is George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, Bill Polian. Uh, Soup uh, Campbell. Soup Campbell, which his name's Lamar. Get, give the, don't 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 be using a nickname around to to introduce this dude. Don't use that. And then I think it was uh, Denisha or, or Tanisha Wade. Uh, yes, yes. So I mean, he so just here, really down. He just really downgraded her. Made it feel yeah. like you know. I mean, like I said, yeah, I, I didn't funny. hear the whole thing with her. That whole, but that it, whole, here's the funny thing, though. Here's the funny thing. I was trying to get the information uh, uh, on her. I could, I, so I was trying to go in there and I was trying to Google the Bears hiring group, you know, who's all going to be doing I thought I, I figured it out. So I put Chicago Bears hiring. And when I hit enter, it brought up all the uh, positions that they're hiring for, you know, like research or, you know, uh, uh, marketing and stuff like that. Guess what was on the top of the list? Manager of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Isn't that her position? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and this he, this no, got she, posted six no, days she, ago. She was she was, but she's a she's a vice president or something, but she's kind of over that. Um, so this would be over. Yeah. Oh, so they were trying to replace her position. Yes, essentially. Oh, yes. Okay, she, I was about to say, bro. Like, she's in a vice like, president thing. Yes. Did they just post online that there needs someone to be on their oh, hiring staff? Someone just using the need? It just, it just <laughs> filled it in like that? No. I was like, oh, okay. We're screwed. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're screwed. I, uh, here's the thing about that, Shep, and I know you didn't hear it, so we'll give you a little bit of context to it. And, and for our listeners, too, right? So, basically, when he was introducing 
um, these people that are going to be part of the process of getting the GM and the head coach, which we're going to get to here. And in in, in, I promise we'll get to those two things here as we kind of start to end the show a little bit. But he talked about, uh, about Lamar Campbell, right? about how he's been involved in with basically like player relations, like getting their vibe and stuff like that. And then talked about Miss Wade, right? And how she's over, you know, what she does is important, blah, 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 blah. But he kept saying over, I want to say, and Desmond and Pop, you can, you know, you can jump in on this too. Like he kept saying like three or four times over and over that she's still learning. She's still got to learn how to do that. Like not highlighting what she brings to the table, how she's important. Like it was like, to me, it was the, for me, and I can't speak for Desmond and dad or, or pops, but if for me, it was like, Hey guy, it was trying to wave this thing in front of the media. Hey, we're even going to make sure we're, we're, we're checking for diversity. Like it was the biggest verbal checking of, of the quote unquote box to me. That's how I took it. Because <clears throat> you went out of your way to praise Nagy, to praise Matt, and then with her, you know she's doing something important. They went, it, he uh, denigrated her. Minimize, yeah, that's the word I want to. Thank you, thank you, pops. Minimize her, her ability and what she brings to the table. Yeah, it made it seem like all she does, she virtually just saw. Uh, Somebody to go fetch water or coffee or something, you know. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Like I say, that whole press conference was a clown show. Uh, George, I mean, he, he you know, this it, guy, I don't know. Started I and mean, ended as a clown show. Whenever, yeah. I'm, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get, uh, I'm gonna read this from this is from this is from you know front of front of the show, uh, um, and, and one of the, the the best in the business to to captivate the feeling as a bear fan. Uh, Jason Goff. You can follow him at Twitter, Jason One Goff. But he, here's what he put down. He said, point number one, using a grieving family and kid to chastise Bears fans for being yeah. idiots. That was ridiculous. That, that off top started yeah. off a bad, like, it, that's your bookmark. When you yeah. look at things that you do as a, when you're speaking or when you're teaching or when you're, or public, really public speaking, a lot of people focus on your, your intro and your outro, right? The, yeah. third, the first thing you say, one of the last things you say. Right. And the first, their bookends. The last thing he said was get, taking a shot at Olin Krutz, who's one of the best in the business, one of the most, just first, one of the greatest bears of play. Hard nose to find the one of being a bear, and he's done a great job in media. A lot of football knowledge. Help with our line. Of, yeah, football knowledge that we, with a line that we're still trying to get developed with two rookies, right. things like that. And you want so, to alienate them. So you start, you ended this, you ended the press conference there and you start with chest, you with a, it, it was, it, it felt uncomfortable. It, I wrote down some words here. It felt uncomfortable. To, uh, it was poor taste. It was disgusting, putrid to how they use the grieving Dickerson family as a bleeping shield or a, or jumping off point to chastise high school students yeah it was like, ridiculous if you want here's this happened what six weeks ago eight weeks ago that would have been your time to say something right about the students right about coming to, to matt Nagy's defense you didn't even do that to when matt when the when the 
the erroneous report that Matt Nagy was going to be fired during Thanksgiving. You didn't even do it that you did that internally, but you didn't even come out and address it then, but you're going to take the time at the end of the year to chastise some kids who are being, yes, they're being, being idiots. Absolutely. But you don't use that as a point from a grieving family when it, with, with a, with a kid who just everything outside of outside of up until that point for the Dickerson family and what they've done for Parker, the raising over a million dollars for the kid is it, it restores some faith in humanity for me. And I know for a lot of people, but doing using that as a point, I, I thought that was just poor taste in that whoever helped him create that opening statement, yeah. they should be fired as well. Right. That's 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 how I felt. Another and point, I made that call earlier. I said yeah. the person should be fired is the Bears uh <laughs> media. Yeah, their PR person they needs yeah. to be fired expeditiously. And soon as uh George finished with that uh press conference, Virginia should have fired him. Yeah, that was just terrible. It was that terrible. Was, you made a bad, you made a good situation worse. So a couple quick things that right. Jason said. Uh, he said insult. Uh, that's another thing. He insulted a reporter or, or slash columnist before a question was asked, which was David Haw. He said, like, David was on mute. And he said, that's the best question that you ever, uh, ever asked. And then David chimed back. Well, I'm sure this is probably going to be something like he, 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 he kind of gave it to him back. But still, how you conduct yourself is extremely important when you're being the when you, the buck stops with you. He won no PR battles. He won no public support whatsoever and they're so toned that it's ridiculous uh another I mean, couple quick, quick thing he said drive bill Poland's book sales call one of the most respected players in your team's history a liar and fail to instill confidence that's one from from one jason a jason uh jason golf uh, jason one golf at twitter and jason is a thousand as normal is a thousand percent on um with that and i just it's to me the whole press con like i had i took no even the good things that happened in that press conference were all. Can you even name a good thing? There was there, there well, was, the, thing, the, the thing with Arlington Heart was Arlington Heights was great was good because they they talked about talked about that the diversity. Them, they they doubling in the, they they they. I mean, it's a good thing for them, of course, because they doubling in money, doubling the value of the franchise. That's 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 what they're good at. I, but even still, like. It, I said, we we all wanted a better we wanted a better stadium for for the Bears so I it was good there but then they followed up like a couple of questions later with Ted about the whole um, you know him being there with 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 Matt and in 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 hiring Matt and Ryan he said he has no regrets with hiring them I was just like they thought that he was the right guy I was like here we go but you know Mark, I'm not mad at that if he had brought Ted out and said you know what Ted's gonna be handling the the Arlington move or whatever, you know, and left it at that, you know, that would have been fine. Right. But when, but when he said then, you know, Ted's gonna be involved in the, you know, GM surgeon, you know, it put a bad taste and he's like, here we go again. It's mm -hmm. the same old same old thing being repeated. Because and you like know what say, it, it goes back, Pops, it goes back to the whole thing about the first first part the first impression. Everyone remembers Going back with Ted Phillips, the whole thing with Dave McGinnis, that the fiasco that was 30 some odd years ago, right? 
and yeah. it's, and he's been and he's had his hand on part of everything else that since then and we've and only had and we've only had just the lovey air that was of any sustained success and they said that wasn't good enough and they have and if they were to get that right now they would they would be so happy if they could have the oh, success yeah. of what oh, lovey yeah. did and and, and that's not going to happen well, it could be. They could luck into which we right. can segue. Which right. We can segue right now into some some candidates because there's some candidates out there. I, and, and going back real quick, cause I want to uh, pay for something I said said with Shep. I think that they kind of tipped their hand with who they were with. with uh, I think they're the person that they if they had a preference. I know they wouldn't come out and say this, but if they had a preference of who they would like to hire, I be, I firmly believe whether it be a GM and or coach one of those two are going to be a person of color you don't go to highlighting all the diversity things that you just did for it not to be someone of that someone that they can trot out there not and i don't want it's going to come off disrespectful and i and i hope i hope the best for whoever comes in there if it is a person of color whoever gets that job i hope the best for it but particularly if it is a person of color i hope I, I don't want them to be treated as a token, but I think that they tipped their hand by how they came about and how they orchestrated that that farce of a press conference. I think they kind of tipped their hand. That's one they're leading. So I, which goes back to the the Morocco, um, the guy in, in Indianapolis being someone, Leslie Frazier being another name out there for uh, head coach, which I don't want any parts of. Um uh, Jared Mayo. Yeah. Um, They're trying to go status quo, though, bro. Because if even though like, I understand with the with the color, uh, person of color, but they they didn't even mention that they're going to talk to Lewis Riddick. Like I don't know what this man did, but he has some football knowledge at least yeah. that I think could help. That and, would be my. That would be my. And the first person, the, the people of color they talk to, he's like I, I haven't seen him in any of that yet. Yeah. Like at least. Like talk to this guy. Hell, right. they, when they found out Brian Flores got fired, he should be on their list. Yeah, I agree. At least, at least uh, kicking tires. It's all about kicking the damn tires. Yeah. You know, you got Lewis Riddick sitting there as an analyst that tells you exactly what's going on in football games. You full don't of, think he full has of some, knowledge. Something? Full, of, full yeah. of knowledge of the game. It doesn't hurt. Exactly. You. It does not yeah. hurt you to bring any of those guys in to grab as much information. Exactly. But the problem is. And I heard Lauren say this. Shout out to Lawrence Holm. Again, one of the best in the business. The Bears don't want people to show a mirror to them. They don't want people that are going to tell them that their baby is ugly. That's the problem. They don't want anyone. They don't want truth tellers in that building. They want people that are going to say, it's not that bad. No. When it's, when you, you, know, when, you know, when it, when it is, you know, Yes, the John, perfect yeah, movie example. Perfect movie example is you know we always say like a a, a, a ship going down is, is obviously it's going to be the Titanic. But here's the here's the reference to the Titanic that that the McCaskies are. They are the high class uh, that want to have a good you know strong look like uh, they're classy and and all this good stuff and like they, their shit doesn't stink and they're out there doing everything and you know. It, and all the meanwhile, the ship's sinking. There's a big asshole inside. People are trying to get off, and they're still going to freeze in the damn water because that's where you got them in the first place. The problem well, is, well, the problem to me, is, I, to me, I think they just try to portray themselves as all knowing. 
they're able to do this. It's just a, it's just a football GM. It's just a football coach. It's not that hard. I think they, this is the image that I think they want to put out there. They know what they're doing. You know, they don't need to bring anybody else in. They know what they're doing. When in fact they don't, you know, and it, and they don't realize it or don't want to admit it to themselves that they just don't know what they're doing. And when it got in regards to hiring a, a, a GM that knows what he's doing so he can have, hire a coach who knows what he's doing. And they just don't want to admit that. So they're just well, they, stubborn to a fault. And like yeah, I say, they, it's a it's a pure sign of insanity. You keep doing the same thing over and over again, and you're expecting this different results. And the only way it's going to change, like you said, Mark, is maybe they might look into and hire a GM who you know uh, knows what he's doing. But it's going to be out of luck. It's not that it's something that they you know really went out research and did the job on. So, you know, it's just something that they uh, tell themselves that they know what they're doing and nobody else is going to tell them. And they want to admit think They know, they think what they're doing is enough to win football games. They believe that their their knowledge of, you know, who they're going to talk to, who they're going to bring in, what what face they want to put in front of the mic is enough enough. to win football games, which it's, it's, you know... Obviously, it's not hitting them that day. Because basically what's going to happen is they're going to find a GM. They're going to get a coach. Or uh, vice versa. They're going to do a coach and then get the GM. And that's another thing. And, that, and, that's <laughs> I, I, and they're going to they're gonna win. They're going to go to the playoffs for one year. And then, so, yeah, next three, four years. Listen, he literally said, I prefer to hire a GM before the coach. If we find a coach that we really like, we'll hire him before the GM. In what <laughs> sense, sense does that make that makes no sense. Because if the GM's like, nah, I can't work with this guy. Well, you already trying the GM hands. Right. You know, you're trying his hands. So so unless I mean, unless that guy is again, now I, I will give I will give a one percent okay with that thought. If that one percent, if that if that coach they're going through the hiring prices and Mike Tomlin's available, okay. I'll, I and you can snatch him up. Okay, I might I might be able to ride with that. Okay, or uh, or or a person who's been rumored out there, a Jim uh, a Jim Harbaugh. Okay, I can. I, you, this is me. If I think, yeah, I think if you bring somebody like Harbaugh in, he's gonna want total control. He's gonna want or, or, or a puppet know. GM or a puppet yeah. GM. Right, because I don't think he's gonna come in here. And depend on a GM to make the right, you know, right pick uh, choices in the draft, the right mm-hmm. trades, the right free agent, and his his career is going to depend on that. I don't think Harbaugh would, would, would settle for that. The smart know, move, but, the smart move see, would be Bill O'Brien. Really, no, God, no. If Bill, no, no, no. I'm saying, see, right. i.e., Bill O'Brien. Right, <laughs> Let's see yeah. how that works out. Yeah. If Bill O'Brien comes to the Bears, I'm here. I'm telling y'all now. If Bill O'Brien is the head coach of the Bears, I am done. I am that day buying a either a Packer jersey or a Cowboy jersey. You can take that to the bank. I will refuse to be a Bear fan until that mother is out because that's not happening. That guy is bad juju all written all over him. But he was a G. He was slash GM there. Yeah, wasn't I know he? what you're saying. Yeah. I I get that what was you. crazy. That's what knows. What no 
has no skins on the wall. Mark, so, I know you touched this on this earlier, but whoever hires Flores from Miami is going to get a good coach. Oh, absolutely. Like, that guy is a good coach. He can, you know, motivate players and stuff. And I don't know what's going on in Miami, but, you know, there'll be an investigation of why that guy was fired because that guy can coach. And I, I think he's going to be like Bill Belichick. You know, Bill Belichick got fired in New York before he ended up in New England. And, you know, the rest is history. I'm not saying he's going to win seven championships wherever he might land, but that guy's a good coach, you know, and it's a shame for what happened with him in Miami. I don't understand that. It don't, it doesn't make any sense, but whoever hires that guy, put him in the right situation with a good GM and, and, and a good young team, you know, somebody like a Jacksonville, who's got a, you know, quarterback, they got a couple early draft choices. They could set them up, themselves up really nice for the next few years if they hire this guy. And like I said, I think somebody's going to get a good coach whoever hires this guy. What do you think about that, Mark? What, do you, what, if, uh, what if they do get, they hire Bill Flores as a coach and then do the GM based on Flores' take? Because you said that, I, yeah, because you said I, they I, had a... Uh, yeah, I, I'd be I would be okay with that, but here's what I don't want. I don't want I I don't want Leslie Frazier. I don't think Leslie Frazier is the answer. I think we saw that in Minnesota. I think he's a I think he's one of those guys who's a great defensive coordinator. And I hate saying that because I think he needs to I want him to have another shot. I just don't want him with the Bears. Um I Dan Weeder uh spoke highly of him. He got he got dealt a bad hand in Minnesota coming in. He had yeah. Brett Favre and Christian Ponder as his quarterbacks. <laughs> but wasn't he? But he I didn't. Didn't he sign off on the Christian Ponder thing? I think he was part of that draft class. Christian Ponder um, was second or third round, though, wasn't he? Oh, he was the end of the first. He was the end of the first pick. I feel like he was already there. I mean, I don't know. But even I, it, still, but, like but, but, Minnesota, Minnesota's had a ton of talent for them not to. I mean, he, he, they came in second. They they finished second in the division his second year as a head coach. He came in, took over Brad Childers, went three and three. First full year went three and thirteen. Second year he went ten and like sixteen. I mean ten and six. Is finished second in the division with Christian Ponder as a quarterback in the third year. I don't know what happened, but then that's when he got he got let go. Yeah, he was. Uh, so isn't that so when he when so so when he, when he came in, he it's not like he came in as head coach, had staff and everything. You know, he took over for Brad Childers at the time, and he probably kept the same staff. Right. So, uh, I, I said I have to say that you know he does deserve a shot. Uh, I mean, he's half ties to the Bears. Uh, I were, I guess I would rather have him than Todd Bowles. I don't know. Um, I rather I'm, have, not, I'm the I'm the opposite. I rather have Todd Bowles. I know I know Todd Bowles can I know Todd Bowles can coach defense. And Todd Bowles was the last good thing that, that the Jets had. You know what I'm saying? Except the Jets are the Jets. You know, so I I might I mean is I, it? I thought Rex is the last good thing that the Jets no, had. No, no, the last time the Jets were 10 and 6 were with were with the uh with Todd Bowles. Yeah, Todd Bowles, yeah. So I would much rather if there's if I'm I, if I'm getting a guy, I'm getting Todd if I could had 
to choose. If you're saying Leslie Frazier or Todd Bowles, I'd rather have Todd Bowles. I mean, yeah. but look, ten, ten, he went 10 and 6 with the Jets, and so did Christian. I mean, so did Todd went 10 and 6 with the Vikings. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to read you the quarterbacks of that draft class. So Cam Newton, of course, was number one, right? The next few quarterbacks, Jake Locker went number eight, Tennessee. Blaine Gabbert, Jacksonville, number 10. And then, of course, Christian Ponder at number 12 to Minnesota. The next yeah. quarterback to come off the board, Andy Dalton, second round to Cincinnati, followed by Callan Kaepernick in the 49ers. Huh. Yeah, so, I mean, look, he at least got to come in and worry about the quarterback. Right. I and, and here's the thing. That's the thing about the Bears. The Bears have some 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 stuff to work with. They have Justin, they got David Montgomery and Khalil uh, Herbert. Darnell Mooney is a thousand yard receiver. You still need to get at least another receiver with him, if not two. Uh, I wouldn't be mad if they brought in another tight end because I'm not so Cole Komet has been a disappointment uh coming from tight end you, which is Notre Dame. The offensive line, you got some pieces, but I still think you need to I still think you need Honestly, and, and maybe let me ask you guys this. How do you guys feel about Borum in 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 uh Tevin Jenkins? I honestly think, and, and I'm gonna uh, so there was two things. I heard Olin Cruz say kick Borum into right guard, mm-hmm. move Jenkins guard. and move Jenkins, put Jenks at right tackle because you know he can play right tackle effectively and get you a, a kick-ass left tackle. So uh I think arm there's a couple good left tackles out on the uh, out on the market this year. So that could be one thing. Um, and then hopefully you sign uh, if it's, if I'm the Bears, cause we got, remember um, uh, James Daniels is a free agent. Yeah. And do you pay him top dollar for him to stay uh, compared to what his stats are as a, as a guard? And I think he's, I think he's, and I'm still, again, going back to Owen, Owen thought that he could be a, a, a all pros, a, a hall of fame type center. I still he wasn't. He, he was in college. He was a good center in college. You so know? maybe so sign yeah. him, put him at center. Yeah. And then if you can sign your, get you a left tackle. Now you got your whole line. You know, pretty much. You know, you've revamped your line and you've given it some some beef. So he got moved because he got moved to guard because they didn't have guard enough. The guard play wasn't that well. Right. That's yeah. not why. That, right. It wasn't because he wasn't doing good at center. If right. I remember right. Des, what you got to say? Well, you know, Mark, getting back to uh, go ahead, pop, back, go ahead, pop, and then yeah, go ahead. Yeah, going back to uh, what's a uh, tackle uh, you mentioned? Borum or Jenkins? Jenkins, both of them. You know, and that's another. You know, one another reason why you gotta look at why a nigga is gone. I mean, here you playing a forty-year-old man out at left tackle, and you got this young guy who was hurt. Yeah, man, he came back. You know, if you had any plans of trying to convince anybody that you're looking to the future, why not put him out there, you know, and let him play, you know, in a position of need on this team. But you got a 40-year-old guy out there that's virtually, a, a, you know, a bypass. Well, that's, you know, that's, so, that's, that's, uh, that's Matt Nagy. And again, yeah. George, according, according to George, he doesn't, have, he doesn't get into, that's a coaching decision. That's what jump in there. You want to say something? Um, yeah, two things. So one, what if I wager to you that maybe Ryan Pace wasn't that bad, and really Matt Nagy and staff, especially after Vic left, was trash at developing players. Yeah, the development of players is horrible. I, it's a possibility. It's it's so, a possibility because again, 
you had a guy who was stubborn by the like that that was Matt Nagy. We saw, I mean, we might as well talk about it. Sunday was the was the the perfect epitaph ending and exactly who Matt Nagy was. Stubborn right. for default. Right. Yep. So 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 that was my first question because I feel as though maybe Pace could have saved himself if I Matt Nagy a year early. But I'm not even gonna get into that right now. But it's, I was going through history, looking through Todd's Bowles career um, at New York Jets when he came in. He came in 2015, took over a 2014 team that went four and 12 with uh, Rex Ryan as the head coach on final, or the final year. He took over in 2015, the first year that they went. Uh, um, in 2015, they went 10 to six, finished second in the division with Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick as his quarterback. Yeah, so I had uh, Brandon Marshall and Eric Deckers uh, as wide receivers, the third two, along with. Um, Trying to think of some other heavy hit. Dale Reeve, Reeves is on the backfield, cornerback. Uh, Toward the end of his that, run. Yep. Yeah. Um, a ca- uh, young Calvin Pryor, which I don't think he turned out to be much after. No. After that, after that. Uh, so uh, Muhammad Wickerson, you know, he was a monster. Yeah. He had twelve sacks. He yeah. had twelve sacks that year. Uh, so that was again that was the first year. Uh. 2015-10-6. Second year, he went 5-11, and 11, finished fourth in the division. Ryan, again, Ryan Fitzpatrick as his uh, quarterback. Um, this is the year Matt Forte came over to the New York Jets and also had Robbie Anderson, Brandon Marshall, uh, had a we Kellen all, Davis. Yeah, we all the know. backup quarterback. We all know Brian Marshall is the first year is always great, and the second year is the year you always got to worry about. Yeah. yeah. So, uh you said who was the quarterback? So Ryan no, Fitzpatrick, backup. backup quarterback was Bryce Petty, Geno <laughs> Smith. Geno, oh, the Geno Smith there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that quarterback room was. Not... Uh, so yeah, he went five and eleven that year in twenty seventeen. Um, looking over again, this is Geno coming in, coming into New York. Um, again, 2017, he went five and 11 once again. Uh, quarterback Seattle was Josh McCown. Um, Josh, oh my god, you know, uh, Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson. I think we can all agree that there are some bona fide candidates out there that you know could make a difference in you know with the Bears. The question is, do you trust? the present regime that's going to be making the decision as far as a GM and maybe a coach to get the right guy. And if we got no choice, they get to, I would say get no. lucky. You got, you got no choice. And I'm, yeah. and I'm signing out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Thanks, Des, for joining the show. Uh, we will wrap up. Yeah, with I'm going to go to Mark. I appreciate you having me on as always. Enjoy it. Uh, but right. <laughs> It's been quite a day. It's been quite a, right this is just the beginning. This is just the look, beginning. Look forward to these Step next few forward. weeks and we'll sit in those seats. But again, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Hey, Pops. Good to talk to you, Pops. All right, man. Take it easy. So I want to sound the breaking news sounder because. We have a report from good old Shefty 
Chicago has requested per, requested permission to interview Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dabal for the Bears head coaching job. It's a it's a lot like like they're doing a lot. Of yeah, Doug, I don't want I don't want I don't want that's another guy that's too close to Matt Nagy. I don't want Doug Peterson in here either. No, matter of fact, let me let me let me let me really say it. I don't want Doug Peterson whatsoever. It, and I one I really don't want is uh, the Patriots OC. Um, he's not going. Uh, he, Matt, Josh, Josh Daniels is not going over. Yeah. He, he's he's the chosen one to take over once Belichick leaves. He's I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah, they, they they're hollering. He's the quarterback whisperer for. Uh, no, 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 no. They right, lucked I'm in with Matt Jones. All right, man. I, they lucked in with Matt Jones, so yeah, I think they Matt Jones system. is just a as a great guy to to um he's great for what he does. He is there. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like that system, but I think I, they'll figure him out within the next year. Oh, yeah. You know how I feel about the second year. The second year yeah. is the okay, the league has got enough take, especially especially once you get to a certain level of success, once they get enough tape on you. They're going to take away what you like to do. So then you have to adjust. That's where you're off season. You have to do what I call deconstruct what you do well and really go after the stuff that you don't do well. Cause that's, that's the only way. Game tape is most important. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't have minded if Justin Fields did play this last game to have more tape. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we all, I think uh, as bear fans, we all wanted Justin to be out there. Um, stupid COVID, uh, but you know it, it couldn't happen. Like I, I really wanted him out there uh, again to learn, to be able to look into, to see what you have learned. Because we 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 saw, you know, we saw, you know, the good him coming in in Cincinnati. We saw the the outright terrible again, which is back goes back to Nagy in um, the Cleveland, where he was he was basically murked on field. No, and then you had you had ups and downs, but I, I thought you were progressing going into the Pittsburgh game. That Pittsburgh game was the highlight of him coming back. Yeah. You know? And then after that, it was just a bunch of you no know, a Green Bay. He had some good moments, but then he got hurt. So did he play both games against Green Bay? Mm, no. I don't think so. I think um let's take a look. Because that was my thing. I, I thought it would have been great for him to see how to prepare and see the same team in the same year, which would have been right. great for divisional. And right. uh, he didn't get that. I don't think he got that opportunity uh, to not do well one game and see what he could improve within a matter of weeks to beat the same team. You know what I mean? So. What was that game? Um, so the first one at in Chicago, he was there for uh, no, he played, he played, he played, he played that game. Um, yeah, he played one in Chicago, but the second one, no, he played that Arizona. I think he played both games actually. I remember he played that's the game where he got. The cracked, he was either coming back from the cracked ribs or, um, 
That was the game is the game is Chicago. That was yes, the he Ioni. did. That was the Ioni stuff. So he, I think he played. He yeah, he went eighteen of thirty-three. Hit two touchdowns. They scored, put up thirty points. That's uh, I think we had a. Oh, a interception. That, was, that was the uh, that was a Jakeem Grant and uh, Dominic Bird back-to-back big plays. Yes. Now, so that was either right before or right after. That was right before the next game where he got hurt. Oh, that was the Minnesota game. It's the next game. Yeah, because that was yeah, because he got he got the crack. No, he got hurt in the Packers game in the Minnesota game. That was a game that Andy came back, right? No, that was I thought I think that was Fields. Oh, maybe so like, what the started, hell are you doing? Maybe Fields started and then um, because I thought that was no, he game. played the whole game. He, he played did? the whole game. He got hurt at the end. Remember, okay. he threw that touchdown with no seconds left. That's where he got hurt. Or something like that. Oh, yeah. So I mean, he did okay. So I mean, he did get enough a, a good amount of tape this year. So, uh, and it's good to see him and Mooney uh, look to jump right back into it. You know. Well, yeah. They get they, they Mooney knows Mooney knows like look I gotta get um I gotta get on me, me and him gotta be on the same page moving forward. Right, like that—that mm-hmm. that goes without, that goes without saying. Um, but yeah, that uh, you know, and, and even hearing some of the exit interviews, I, I saw a couple quotes where they're talking about, you know, even the best, all, all, you know, all pro offensive linemen get chips, and, and here we go. Uh, I like James Daniels stuff. Yeah, I saw part of James Daniels stuff, so uh, I, I think what he was saying. Yeah, like it's just. You know, I wanted to, like I said before, I wanted to like, I really wanted to like Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, um, particularly Ryan Pace, because we're basically the same age uh, and then coming from Eastern Illinois. So I, 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 I want to, and again, I'm not, I'm not happy. I don't want anyone to lose their job, but it is an accountability thing um, that, you know, it just, it's just, it's just sad. It really is. But same time, again, the people that are making the decision, the people that are hiring is, is really where we have to turn the heat up on. Um, and again, I just hope as we move forward, How do you turn the heat up on them? Well, I think here's the thing. And as I was going to talk about that earlier and we could probably start to end the, we'll end the show soon here. Uh, we thank those for tuning in to the, the podcast, but the problem with this whole thing, because we're all bear fans. The only way you can make it, known to ownership that this is intolerated is apathy and not and not even just apathy when the apathy turns into you're not getting my money you're not i'm not turn, tuning into the product that's the only time that you hear that you can affect them the problem with the bears are no matter what people still tune in they still buy the merchandise you know um, and they still support the team. And I, and, and I'm not saying, you know, like you have to be, cause I'm dead. I'm dead serious on certain things. Like if they, if, if those people get hired, I'm, I am out. I am for sure. Like if Brian, Bill O'Brien gets hired. I am out. I have, I can't, I can't, I won't until they get, until he's out. And it's and those people that hired him are out. I will not give them any more of my page. I'm, I'm out. I'll find another new team. 
probably go and probably up north <laughs> to be honest but i it's hard you know where that's because you got to think about like the bulls and that's why i'm repping the the, the the stable organization in the city the most stable organization probably in chicago right now oh now re- hopefully recently so. yeah it's, and they just and what they did they hired people who revamped the entire again family organization right have been doing things the this one way for so long and they finally got someone coming in there to open up not only the the the, the checkbook but open up their ideas say hey we need to be doing more we need to be doing the xyz pdq and now a, a whole year and a half later look where the bulls are at which we honestly i think i don't think i don't think the bulls where they're at right now and it's still you know we're still what not even halfway through the season yet but they're still top two in the East. Honestly, Shep, I don't think you could do better on 2K fairly than what Mark Eversley and our tourist kind of show us has done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they to completely revamp the entire team. The boys- not only revamp it. But they went through the, the, the COVID, like a full month of COVID problems. Yes. Well, they weren't even, weren't even sure if they were going to be able to field a team. Yes. And, 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 that back, and getting scouting and making sure you're looking at the right people to uh, bring in, that you already had tabs on these people to bring in to fit your, fit your system, right? The Bears would be good to take it. No, they go into all these different people. They would be good to take advice from a team that's another local, uh, locally owned team that has the heart of the city, have the same same challenges that you do, right? In a very competitive league, instead of going talking to all these other owners and all these other people, and, yeah, and to get to get a, a, an idea of how to to run the business, there's there's been examples in, from the. Let's say even if you don't want if you don't, if you have something against the Bulls. I know you don't have anything against the Cubs. You could have went to the Rickets. How they got Theo. Yes. Yes. There's so many good. There's so many. And they still don't. It's just, it's just, it's so. Because you look at what Theo did. He hired a manager that was relatable to the Hispanic players that they will, that not only do they have on a team, but they know they're getting more on the team. And not only did they do that, turned around, fired him so they could go get the World Series manager mm-hmm. that that could take him there mm-hmm. in, in a year. In a year's time, they're like, hey, that's our guy. We're moving on him now, no matter what, you know, and that we're, we're going to be stuck in a rut because the McCaskies at this point are moving us further and further away from what Chicago Bear football is, mm-hmm. you know? Because if they don't know themselves... How the hell are they supposed to get... How, how the hell are they supposed to get... How are they going to get there? And, and, and you know they don't know because they're bringing in consultants. Like, can you help us find out what kind of team we are? Because I don't know how to fit people into that mold. I don't know what I'm looking for. Because... It's it's pretty darn easy to say, hey, this is Chicago Bears football. This is what we do. That coach is good at that. That coach is good at that. This GM said he touched on the interview on some of these pieces in here. It's an easy hire at that point. 
but they don't know what Chicago foot. They, they are driving further and further and further away. We were getting uh, our eyes on these, um, uh, these uh, Ferrari players where we're like, oh, we got to have that because that's what's hot. But we don't know how to incorporate that into our team. So we'll add them on our, our, on our team, but, you know, they do nothing on the team. You know, so it's. Here's what I'll say, and we can we can start wrapping up the show, like ending the show soon. I won't play the outro music, but you know what? What the Bears, or the McCaskies are, the McCaskies are, and I'm gonna I'm gonna use some stuff to back up what I'm about to say, which I try to do here in the show, quite frequently. The McCaskies are, you know, you remember that you know late night. You know, we've been up, we've been up late playing video games. We turn the TV on and pass out watching TV back in the day, right? You remember those late infomercials? You know, they come on. Hey, if you get this doohickey here, buy one get one free, and all of a sudden you, you know, those it it goes after those people who are easily to be um, talked into stuff who don't have an idea of you know really what they want but it can easily be talked into buying something that they don't necessarily need right mm-hmm. that's what the mccaskies are and here's why i say that i say that because you look at you had i look at not only who you hire but who you didn't hire right yes so you had so the first let's, let's go back because we want to take it back we got to look at the decade right so we go back we talked about lovey Lovey 10 and six wasn't good enough. You had someone come in, new a, a GM, I, and I get it. Most GMs, once you hire, once they moved on from Jerry Angelo, brought in Phil Emery, they, you know, when you bring in a GM, he wants to bring in his guy, but he didn't have his guy. And here's why I know he didn't have his guy. Cause he hired, he was going through the interview process and he had Bruce Arians and Mark Tressman who had been out of the league for so long, but he sounded revolutionary. And he had this, this history, right? And he was able to talk himself into them hiring him over Bruce Arians, right? Then, and he and what Mark Trustman's was snake oil salesman, right? Had no mm-hmm. no control how to, to get, hold on to a it wasn't a leader of men. So then they get rid of Phil Emery and they get rid of Mark Trustman. Then they bring in. No, they hire Ryan Pace, who Ryan Pace, they didn't hire Ballard, who's turned around the Indianapolis Colts. And Ryan Pace was able to sell them on stuff and the organization coming from the Saints organization, who at the time, remember, the Saints organization was in salary cap. Actually, they still are in salary cap hell. They're like, as of right now, I think going into the offseason, they're like over $70 million over the cap. Yeah, yeah, and he was part of that, right? That culture, he that, culture. that culture, here. yeah. So again, and, and you see where we're at right now. We're we're basically not. Oh we're, yeah, we we're, we we're, we're clear now. We're yeah, clear. We're, we're thirty. We have about thirty million, but the last two years, and that and a big part of that is the expected twenty million bump that we're supposed to get from going into this off season. So I say all that to say is you had good people in the building, but for whatever reason, you went in a totally different re- direction, trying to be the smartest person, 
look how smart we were. Look, look how, look how smart I was to get this to be up at three o'clock in the morning to buy this thing that I don't need, that I don't, that doesn't work, and and in four to six weeks it's not, it's gonna be broke. And oh, that's, <laughs> look at a salad spinner. Yeah, look, exactly. <laughs> I got a salad spinner. Uh, it enriches my lettuce. Right. By the time you get to the 10th pump on that thing, it's broke. Oh, now I got to go out and do this, go find something else that, that, that fits this quote unquote me when you had something that you could have bought. You know what I mean? And that's how the bears are. And it's a, you know, again, Jay Hood said it best and he's probably, and we'll end on this. The bears are, should be, they're shopping on the bottom shelf. They're a mom and pop store and they're shopping on the bottom shelf when they should be looking at the top shelf stuff, top flight stuff. But yet they run it like they're some that they're so um, you know, just a local chain when they're they help build the NFL. They should have their pick of the best of the best of the best. And instead, where they're trying to, they don't they don't know what they're doing. And that's that's indicative and an embarrassment. Like we are an embarrassment. Like Doug, God bless Doug Buffon, uh, the great Doug Buffon. He said they're a loser organization ran by losers. And that's how, and today was an example for, this was a perfect example of that. And Doug, he's been gone from us for some time now, but he said that almost 15 years ago, I want to say, and nothing has changed. Bad organization ran by, they're a loser organization ran by losers. I mean, the word bears is an embarrassment. So I just their ass. Yes. So uh, well that ends our our <laughs> I don't feel good at all, bro. This day started out so great. It just Oh man. I don't know. We'll see. We we'll will see. see. But as things develop, um, and once the Bears have hired a general manager and a head coach, well, I'm sure we'll do this again. But for Desmond Jones, for Chef Russell, for Pops, shout out to Anthony Jones for joining us. Uh, this is the Me and E show. Again, you have Mark Jones. Uh, again, spread love is not only the Brooklyn way, but it's the human way and peace and humpiness forever. Uh, we thank y'all for tuning in and listening. And we're out. We'll see you at our regular sh- our regular show on Thursday. But uh, y'all take care, love one another, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Go for Packers. This- <laughs> oh, I can't wait to tell <laughs> you said that. <laughs> we out, everyone. Thank you again for listening and review. Rate and review us. We love y'all. Peace.